Mark Jacobs, co-publisher of the Toledo City Paper with Sam Meldon, our District 5 Toledo City Council person, as well as the Director of Strategic Engagement for the Ability Center here in Toledo. How are you, Sam? Doing uh, pretty well, all things considered. How are you? Uh, doing well, thank you. Uh, so we're talking here, it's the afternoon of March 26th, and I appreciate you taking some time to, to talk with us. Uh, I, I know you've got uh, young children as well, and so just kind of from your perspective, uh, how the household's working, how the council's working, what's going on at the Ability Center, what, what, uh, yeah. how have things changed for you, and what are you up to these days? Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's been interesting. I think things have changed for me the same way they have for uh, everyone. Everything's changed in a sense. Um, you know, I mean, you have a situation where as much as we possibly can, we have no one out there working outside of their house and kids aren't at school. And so we're all kind of making it up as we go, I think. So that's the sense I get when I talk to my friends and hear from other coworkers. And, you know, it's everyone's just kind of trying to take it day by day. Um, it's interesting to me how this whole situation has, you know, almost, you know, kind of disrupted the 24 hour news cycle. It seems like we're on like a four hour news cycle. Um, and so that makes the days feel longer. And I really can't believe, like I almost put my trash can out on the wrong day. Cause I thought, I literally thought yesterday was Thursday. So I put the trash can at like early, a day early. That's interesting. So, cause you don't, you're not leaving, you're not marking time in our normal ways. It might seem like a weird example, but I think, you know, it doesn't even, you know, Saturday doesn't feel like Saturday anymore. Monday doesn't feel like Monday. So right. it's, it's just upended, you know, pretty much everything. And professionally, when it comes to the two roles you mentioned, um, it, everything has to keep going. I mean, Council meetings look different, but the work of council is is probably uh, even more important now. Right, more pressing, um, anyway. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And so, how do we make sure that if you're a district council member, you're you're staying attuned to what different constituents need, small businesses and faith communities and and educators, and how can we stay responsive in a moment where people may, when they need a response, it might be very urgent. So, uh, w with regard to that, what what is your biggest concern when, regarding this situation? I mean, what what comes at the top of your list? Yeah, I'll tell you. You know, you mentioned the date earlier, and just this morning, um, before before you and I were talking, we had a call um, and got a kind of a briefing from um, the mayor's administration. And from a council perspective, I got to say the thing that makes me most concerned is um, that I'm, I'm really afraid that people are not taking this as seriously as they should be. Um, and he, and let me let me tell you exactly why. So when you have our governor, who's you know done a bang up job, as everyone's commenting, he's done a really good job with all of this. You know, it, it seemed like for the first several days anyway, he had you know, a, a pretty significant announcement every day at his briefings, right? So whether it was school being closed or, or bars and restaurants or, you know, the election, the day before the election, you know, um, and then I think it was, you know, hair salons and, and, you know, you, you have this, there was this kind of rhythm to each day he was making an announcement. It would be the headline in the newspaper the next day. Well, there's not a whole lot left to do. 
And well, that's true. That doesn't mean that it's any less pressing. It doesn't mean that it's any less concerning. There's not much left to do because he's pretty much done it all. And so that gets me to my concern. My concern is that as the big headline issues kind of drift away or are not framed in the same way that people think, oh, I guess we're past it. And let's say this two week, you know, time frame. I think it's April 6th is the the day that that two week kind of stay at home order goes away or is at least reevaluated. If people, you know, I hesitate to say it, but by Easter, just think that everything comes back to normal. We're not paying attention and we're not taking it as seriously as we should. Well, and that's, I, I think the other side of it is, is that we live in a society now where it, it feels like we can control almost anything. You know, anything we want, we can take care of most of the time. I mean, occasionally it gets real cold and then we can't overcome that, et cetera. But, but for the most part, we have control of our universe and now right. we really realize, I think, that we don't. So um, that, that's, it's an interesting perspective. Um, let me ask you your uh, best advice for folks or the best advice that you've heard from anybody. Yeah, I think that um, the general sense that in conversations that I'm having with various people, um, the, the best advice that is I, I see kind of bubbling up is, one, is to, to find the silver lining in all of this. Um, and there's not one. There's about a million different silver linings. Um, you know, I told someone, yeah, I just had a, you know, Tuesday, I think of this week, we just started saying around lunchtime, I want to come out of my office at home and sit and have lunch with the kids and we're just going to play games. And so I played checkers with my seven year old this week during lunch. Like that doesn't happen. That never happens. And so that's a silver lining. There's, you know, opportunities to go out and walk more than you were before you're you're you, driving less, but you have a chance to take family bike rides. So I think discovering some of the silver linings is uh, one piece of advice. And the other one is lean into connection. Try to reach out to folks that you haven't talked to in a while. And, you know, it's amazing, I think, in moments where you can't really go anywhere and you can't congregate or bump into people. You know, even making a phone call to someone that you don't normally uh, make a phone call to, it, it has a different kind of gravity and weight to it. And you get some pretty significant conversations. So there's an opportunity to connect as well. Yeah, I, uh, I I had a conversation with the mayor that we recorded as well. And uh, during that, we were talking about the fact that the irony of the fact that we are being ordered to be separated may actually bring all of us a little bit closer together. So, um, Yeah, and you know what? In, in addition to that, I would say, <laughs> I hope, and this is not really advice, it's just a, just a thought. My hope is that we all kind of get off this bashing social media and the digital aid for a little while. I mean, is anyone more thankful to be going through this at the moment we're in? I mean, how many, and you know, find the zoom meetings for work is one thing, but how many FaceTime messages? We had a zoom birthday party this past weekend with, you know, you have four generations almost of, well, not almost four generations talking through their iPads. Uh, and so, you know, we can, Sometimes we kind of bash screens and their role in society, but there are moments where we can use those tools for immense good, and we're doing that. Right. That's that's great. I mean, necessity is the mother of invention, so they say. Um, right. <laughs> so I, I uh, just following up, just any tips as far as occupying your time, what you're watching, what you're reading? Yeah, I, you know, I think one thing is 
Um, I love that you said watching and reading. I would say whatever we can do to read more than we watch. I think, you know, I, I mentioned earlier this 24-hour news cycle has been broken up, and I think there's this propensity to want to follow every single last thing, and I hope that some of that's kind of leaving us a little bit, but I think we got to put the, you know, put the remote down and, and not follow. You don't have to follow every single press briefing, you know. You don't have to catch every single last detail, um, but – you know, just to, to pick up a book that you haven't, um, you haven't maybe finished and, and lean into that a little bit. That's what I'm doing. There's a few books that I just want to finish. And so it turns out I have some time to do that. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, well, listen, I, I appreciate your time and thanks for sharing with us and, uh, continue doing the good work for our city and our community. And, uh, we will be in touch again soon. Of course. And let me say, thanks for getting creative on the way you're telling stories and making sure that people can can hear this information quickly. I know that media is a funny space to be in right now, and, and it, it, it requires or at least invites uh, some creativity and to see what you guys are doing is uh, encouraging. So keep it up. Well, thanks, Sam. All right. Take care then. All right. Thank you so much. Sure. Bye now.